Welcome to the Prophetic Podcast with Prophet Brian Karn. Enjoy today's message. That's how sneaky pride is. Some of you don't recognize it. It's so sneaky. Pride is a sneaky spirit, church. I want to master it. I don't want nothing. I mean, I'm going to be so broken. I'm going to be so humble before him. I don't want to have no expectations. I don't want to look for nothing. Amen. I teach honor. I believe in honor. But I told you, if I start expecting honor, if I look for honor, then I done tapped into pride. I shouldn't have to demand honor from you because honor should come from your heart. There should be nothing. I shouldn't have to make you honor me. I shouldn't have to talk to you and tell you to honor me. If it don't come from your heart, it's not real. So I want to master this humility. I want to master pride. I want to get every ounce of it out of my life. Because the high and lofty one dwells in the midst of a people of a broken heart and a contrite spirit. Amen. I want to, man, I want to be so broken. I want to cry like that. Amen. Some of you, you lost your brokenness. You've lost your tears. Hard for you to cry. Some of you got tears that are locked up in you. And what's keeping your tears locked up is pride. God want to master that thing and break it in you. Just be so broken that nothing matters. You don't care. Somebody could use you. Somebody can walk over you. Somebody can disrespect you. And it don't even affect you. When you got to prove your point, that's pride. When you got to say, I'm trying to get my point across. I got to prove it. I don't want people to feel this way about me. All of that's pride. Amen. When I get up here and preach and concerned about what people are saying about me, that's pride. When I get up here and defend myself because of the lies and the scandals and hurts, don't y'all don't get me wrong. God, that stuff hurt me. It disappoints me. The things that I hear, it hurts. I'm a human just like you. But when I get up here and try to defend myself and prove that the things that are said about me is not true, guess what that is? Pride. Look at somebody and say, we got a long way to go. How many people recognize you got pride in your life? Amen. And I don't want that. Pride, pride out of, man, pride. That's the only, that's the only one. Pride is the only one that lets you worship and stay proud. Worship gets rid of every devil in your life except pride. You worship God, you love on Jesus, you spend time with him. All kind of devils in your life will leave. But pride is the only thing that you have to master. The praise and worship leader was proud. I'm talking about the one in heaven. The one who was over praise and worship, his sin was pride. Pride to let you keep on worshiping and loving him. And you don't think you have it because I'm proud and I, I'm humble. I love him. I worship you. I'm nothing without you. And you tell him that. You tell him that. But when you come out of that, we meet who you really are. So God is calling us to God get serious, y'all. We Amen. I was listening to uh, uh, what's that? What's that? Uh, 
Shirley Caesar wrote a song called I Remember Mama. And remember she talked about how she was a little girl and she used to play church. And she said, how many of y'all used to play church? And everybody started waving their hands. She said, some of y'all still playing church. A lot of y'all in here playing. And you ain't going to play on my watch. Because I watch for your soul. And I got to stand before God one day. He going to ask me. Gonna require a report as it pertains to you. He gonna say, "Why you let them get away with that on your watch?" So we gotta get ourselves. And notice, I say we gotta get ourselves together. Say, "Man, so I wanna master it." And one way you master things in your life is just do the opposite. Some of you think you're just going to come up and get prayer and I'm going to lay hands on you. Pastor, get, pray for me. Get pride out of me. And I'm going to lay hands on you. You're going to sit back in your seat and you're still going to be proud. And the way you master it is you do the opposite. You got an anger problem. When you want to get angry, do the opposite. When you like to hit folk, when you want to hit, do the opposite. Come on, church. If you know that you are a runner, and you run from uncomfortable situations, do the opposite and be still. That's what most of us are. We runners. The minute we get in an uncomfortable place, we run. We don't like confrontation because confrontation make you deal with you. And where there's no confrontation, there's no resolution. You need people in your life that'll confront you and say, you're beautiful, you're wonderful, you're great, you are anointed, the hand of God is on your life, all these wonderful things, that's beautiful. You all that. But you got some devils. And these devils can't be cast out. They're going to have to be processed out. It don't happen by you just getting a napkin and purging. Vomit to Jesus come. Pride. I watch stuff. I told you what pride means. Pride means please recognize I deserve exaltation. Please recognize me. I don't be like that. When I'm out here doing praise and worship, when anybody's doing praise and worship and you sitting there in your seat, I was some I worship don't do nothing for me. It, they they I got you know it just you know they ain't taking me to that place. You proud? You proud? When you're a worshiper, you don't need nobody to lead you. Come on, you can get that by yourself. Amen. So we got to get in all the church. That ain't my message tonight, but. We got we to gotta get rid of this because once you see, see, you know why you got problems and isms and schisms with people? Because you're proud. Humble people don't have to prove themselves. If you're humble, your feelings can't get hurt. Can't nobody hurt you. Can't nobody offend you. Can't nobody make you mad. 
Can't nobody get under your skin. Why? Cause, cause, because it don't mean nothing to you. Because you just glad to be you just glad to be here. Do, 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 do you know what your attitude need to be? You know what my attitude is every day when I wake up in the morning. This is what I tell God. Every morning I wake up, I thank God. Watch this. For choosing me. Now wait, 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 wait. You need to think on that. You got family members going to hell. You got family members that are Muslims, that are Buddhists, that are not thinking about God. And out of everybody in your family, he chose you. Not only did he choose you, but he gave you the truth. I thank God. Mama said, you didn't choose me, but I what? Chose you. Thank God out of your family, your brothers and sisters, you got family members ain't studying God. Ain't thinking about God. You try to talk to them about God, I don't care what you say to them. They can't get it. Why? Because it's hid from them. But what was hid from them, he opened it up to you. Thank you, Jesus. Tell three people around you, he chose me. He chose me. to walk so humble so broken not deserving anything not wanting nothing now let's fall in love with Jesus and if you fall in love with him you'll fall in love with the person next to you how can you say you love God whom you've never seen don't love your brother who you see every day we gotta walk in love we gotta be broken we gotta be humble we're nothing without him so God is dealing with us about obeying his will and walking in his will. And I'm saying all that because God revealed that to me. And when he revealed it to me, I had to obey it. Say amen. amen. How many of you know that God will lead you if you listen? Yes. How many people know that he doesn't force you to do anything? But if you listen to him, he'll lead and guide you, won't he? Yes. Ephesians chapter 1 verse 3 tells us something powerful. It says that we're already blessed. Lay hands on yourself. Say, I'm already blessed. Amen. That's right. That's Ephesians chapter 1 verse 3. I think it says, blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ who hath blessed us. Lay hands on yourself again. Say, I'm blessed. I'm blessed. All right. Now, I told you that when I, when I tell you promises and speak things about you, the things that I'm saying to you are not things that are in your flesh because you are a spirit with a soul and you live in a what? So you are a triune being. What are you first? A what? Spirit. You have a what? You live in a what? Body. Say it again. You are what? Spirit. You have a soul. You live in a body. One more time. You are a spirit. You have a soul. You live in a body. All right. That's what God said. That's what you are. And when God talks to you, whenever God ministers to you, he's never talking to your soul. He's never talking to your flesh. But God is talking to your spirit because God is a what? Spirit. And they that worship him must worship him in what? And in truth. So I told you that you're already blessed. And I showed you in 1 Peter 2.24 that you're not going to be healed, but you're already what? Healed. But let's go to Ephesians chapter 1 verse 18, a scripture that I've already taught you and let you know. Now, when did God heal you? How long ago? That's right. But look at Ephesians chapter 1 verse 18. You're blessed, you're chosen, you're healed, you're delivered. That's my job. But guess what the prayer is according to Ephesians chapter 1. 
verse 18. Guess what our prayer is? That's what I'm praying. That's what I'm preaching. Ephesians chapter 1, verse 18. That the eyes of your understanding, being what? That ye may know what is the what? Hope of his calling and what the riches of the glory of his inheritance in the saints. Look at verse 19 of the same chapter. Look at what it says in the next verse. And what is the exceeding greatness of his power to us ward who believe according, verse 20, to the working of his mighty power which he wrought in Christ when he raised him from the what? All right, that same power that raised Jesus from the dead. Lay hands on yourself. Say, that power is in me right now. Do you believe that? Yes. So if that power is in you right now, guess what that means? We ought to be raising the dead. Yes. But that power is not in your flesh. That power is in your what? Spirit. Come on, where is it at? That's exactly where it is. And that's what you got to know. That's what you got to recognize. Look at verse 7 of that same chapter. Ephesians chapter 1, verse 7. This is very powerful. I want you to see this because it's in your spirit. You don't have to ask for certain things. Look at what verse 7 says from the same chapter. Verse 7. In whom we have redemption through his blood, the forgiveness of sins. Verse 8. According to the riches of his grace. Verse 8. Wherein he hath abounded toward us in all what? Wisdom. And lay hands on yourself. Say, I have all the wisdom I need. Say it again. I have all the wisdom I need. Now I need you to get that. Because the wisdom that you are asking for. The Bible does say in James chapter 1. If any man lack wisdom, let him ask of who? God who giveth what? Liberally and upbraideth not. But all I'm trying to get you to understand is the reason I need you to see that everything is in your spirit. Look at me. Because I need you to stop seeing God out there. God is not air. God is not there. God is where? In here. He's right here in your spirit. And everything that you need is in your spirit. The wisdom, the revelation, the knowledge, the healing, the power, everything that you need is right here in your spirit. But you got to draw on it so it can manifest. Say amen. Amen. God doesn't need to hear you. Lay hands on yourself. Say, I'm already healed. healed. Do you believe that? Where you healed that? Come on, come on. Where you healed that? In your what? In your what? But you got to learn how to draw it out of your spirit and make it manifest in the natural. And some of you, you sick as a dog. Some of you sick. You have no power. You're not well. The devil beats you down because you don't believe your Bible. Just because you quote it don't mean you believe it. You can lay hands on yourself and say, I thank you that by your stripes I'm here and don't believe it. Hebrews chapter 4 verse 2 say the word not being mixed with faith profited them nothing. Now how can you say you believe you healed but you still laying in the bed like you sick? Thank you for listening to the Prophetic Podcast with Prophet Brian Karn. Stay tuned for next week's podcast and visit briancarn.com for more information and to sow a seed into the ministry. To receive this message in its entirety, call 1-855-984-2276 or 1-833-522-5433. More grace, we're excited about your future.